and hello movie lovers and welcome to the show. With me today, I actually have a special guest with me. He's the Western Wonder Reviews channel and <laughs> we are actually going to be spoiling Halloween Kills for you. So anybody that's that hasn't seen Halloween Kills, we're going to be spoiling this movie. So if you don't mind spoilers, if you don't mind any of that or anything like that, you know, go on ahead, stay with us because we're going to be spoiling this movie. And boy, do we have a lot to say. And also, too, Tamika will be joining me in a few minutes from Two Blur Girls podcast as well. So just be patient with her as she comes in and everything. But uh, welcome to the show, Western Wonder. I do appreciate you. you being on. Thank you very much. It's so hard to be here. <laughs> oh, so good to be here live on somebody else's show for once. Got to do a little Uno reverse. <laughs> exactly. So let's see here. But what's your first initial thoughts when it comes to this film? Because I know I have a lot to say when it comes down to it. Um, I guess if I could just put it in one word, uh, outlandish. Um, <laughs> very, it's, it's, it's crazy at some points uh, regarding some of the characters that we get in this movie that are like more new and even some that are kind of reintroduced. But I, I just think that the whole general narrative that people seem to forget about, you know, in these movies is to never underestimate the power that is Michael Myers. He's just a major force. <laughs> you don't just <laughs> go in and expect that you just get an easy win from him. And I think that's, again, another continuation of characters having to learn the hard way. Exactly. Murder. <laughs> right. And let me just say this. The things that I find that's negatively wrong, because here's the thing about this film, okay? Mm -hmm. So I've always been the type of person, why didn't I like this film? Like I wanted to love this film like I did with the 2018 version. So I did a lot of research as to why. And whenever I did, I ran across this one YouTuber and this one YouTuber said in the 1970s, they had atmospheric... Uh, basically the first Halloween was atmospheric where basically you're going in there for the kills, one dimensional characters, the setting is in Halloween. So you're going for that atmospheric kind of setting and everything. And that's exactly what this is. It's a one dimensional character building blocks of survivals of survivors who survived Michael yeah. Myers, who are still haunted by the past of Michael Myers, who didn't learn Jack crap from surviving Michael Myers, but yes, exactly. they're still haunted by that. And that's something that I really liked in a sense whenever we see the cameo appearances of the fact that we got that, where we have the survivors that are still being haunted by the past and stuff like that. But when it comes down to delivery, when it comes down from the pages onto the screen, it falls flat. But the reason why that we were so amped up for this film was because of the fact, I feel like that we've been spoiled in a sense from the 2018 Halloween because of the fact that they gave us a slower pacing film. They gave us a different narrative to go with where Michael and of course, uh, Lori are no longer canon as brother and sister. It's just a myth going around the town, which is something that I really was really sold on. And then of course a slow tension buildup. And then once that tension's uh, released, it's released. There might've been one or two negative things that within the 2018 version that I really didn't care for, like the stuff with the doctor a little bit, stuff like that. But I felt yeah. really enticed. I feel glued into the 2018 version, but with this one, the acronyms, uh, if you're in the, in this movie for the kills, if you're in this for the acro, uh, like I mentioned before, with the atmospheric setting and everything, this movie's for you. But right. what uh, what other stuff can you actually say about this film, though, too? 
Um, honestly, <laughs> well, just one thing to say about it. Um, I mean, I got to give Jamie B. Curtis her props for, for continuing this character <laughs> of Lori, who's been through a lot in this Michael Myers multiverse, whatever you want to call it. But uh, I mean, with this one, I think this is probably her easiest paycheck that she's gotten for a movie that she's done her entire career, because most of the movie, mm. she's only in one particular setting, which is at a hospital. She's Most of the right. time she's on the bed, she's monologuing, narrating uh, her experience with <laughs> the demon himself. And the only really time that she gets up is like, ah, I'm in pain, you know? Uh, right. <laughs> not a but, whole lot of movement from her. <laughs> right, but here's the thing, though. I appreciate the fact that they didn't make her into, like, this superhero kind of woman who's just a badass, and where yeah. basically she winds up becoming, like, the rock breaking out of a cast from Fast and the Furious. Like, okay, I'm gonna stop this bleeding. And then she just oh, stopped. Yeah. My pain is gone. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't do it in that kind of way. And she was still in pain. She's still weak from the events that happened during that, that same night and stuff like that. So that's something that I really did appreciate. But the payoff should have been so much more with this. Like a yeah. face. And hold on. Tamika's coming in. Hey. Hi. What's going Hi. on? Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Tamika. <laughs> well, I... um. I'm terrible at the central time thing, John. It's okay. It's okay. I should have been more clear. I should have spoke <laughs> Eastern okay. time to you, not central yes, time Yes, please, please. Sorry. I do apologize. Eastern. I don't speak central. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we were just going through some of our negatives a little bit. Uh, but oh, man. Yeah. So the thing with Lori, when it comes down to her just being in the bed, bed and everything like we're mentioning, the payoff wasn't that great, to be yeah. honest with you. Because here's the thing. It would be different if there was a face-off between Michael Myers and her by the end of the film. After he slaughters everybody in the hospital, which is what I thought was going to wind up happening. And to see that didn't that didn't even happen. Because he, all of a sudden, remember, the mother says, oh, Michael's going to be coming to the hospital because Lori's here. He doesn't even show up. It's some mental, uh, some mental patient that winds up surviving the bus accident and everything. And it just goes downhill from there as well. And then they made such a big deal of the fact that, oh, mom, why is your clothes on the uh, over here? Why they need to be in the in the uh, disposable area? I um, thought to myself, how did that get from the bed over to the where the dirty linens are? Because yeah. her granddaughter <laughs> left that it left the blade and everything. I'm like, wait, you mean to tell me that you can't feel the knife under under that or anything? You mean to tell me, but you know, <laughs> but anyways, Tamika, t go on and tell us what some of your negatives are, because I know Western and I did a little bit of that, too. Yeah. Um. So I, I didn't see the previous movie before okay. this one, but um, if I had, I would feel the same way I do now, which means I hate everyone. except <laughs> Michael Myers and Lori. Those are my two favorite characters. And I and I'm not really big on Michael Myers. Like I, I like the Halloween series, but this film, I think it it did the reverse for me. It made me like Michael more because I'm like he's just trying to get home, <laughs> just want to be left alone. He's just trying to like get in touch with himself, and these people keep bothering him. <laughs> and I was supposed to feel something for the people, and then I was like, these people are so stupid. Like they yep. go out their way, and they're like, mm -hmm. and yeah. Tommy, oh. 
I hate Tommy. He's like, and you see, yeah, we gotta do right. this, we gotta do that. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh god, is he talking again? <laughs> and you see, <laughs> at first I was excited to see Tommy because we haven't seen him since the 1970s Halloween, which was something that I was actually anticipated on of him being back in this film, but how was he going to be introduced in this film? What was the things that he's going to be doing in this film? It turns out he's just uh, starting up havoc and hell for everybody. And then, then also too, like I was telling uh, Western uh, wonder, I know that you haven't seen the 2018 version, but you would actually appreciate the 2018 version over this one because Mm -hmm. it was a different style of the way they were doing things. But this one, I like the fact that they went back a little bit and showed the events that happened within the 1970s, within that flashback and things like that of what we had. And then also, too, seeing that famous uh, scene where basically we don't know what happens after the events that happened that night. Because then, remember, at the very end of it, after he winds up shooting, the, the cop shoots the other sheriff. And then, of course, Loomis is near the staircase. And then all of a sudden, you see the camera pan angle over to Michael outside. And it cuts to black. So you don't know the events that happened after that. So I appreciated them to show us more of that, to see what happened, see the cover-ups that the other partner did and everything just to help his partner out. So I did appreciate that aspect of it. And of course we have the douchebag Cameron back in this movie again, which they were trying to redeem him with this go around compared to what we had in the 2018 one, because I was wondering to myself, why is this guy dead? Not dead. Why is he not dead? He should have been dead. Usually Michael will go on ahead, put it into someone that's a total ball bag. And he didn't do it. This go around. He waited until this film to do it, but (laughs) after he was redeemed a little, but still, Uh, but yeah, Tommy for me, when he's making that speech in the bar, I'm like, that is very depressing. Yeah. You're you're doing karaoke. Yeah. I'm trying to be uplifted, not depressed. (laughs) Right. It's like, well, for that, I need another drink, Tommy. (laughs) But you know, uh, let's go into, let's go into the bar scene a little bit. What did you guys think about the bar scene? Uh, like I said, just just depressing overall. Uh, it's a bar that I don't think I would want to frequent. It needs to be a little more lively. I mean, I guess I kind of understand if you're trying to, you know, there's a there's a killer around. You can sense some maybe a little bit of sense of depression. But like, is there any kind of happy or joy that you can find in this bar? I doubt it. I, I doubt it. I mean, it's a good driving force for the story, but I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Same here, because that's our first introduction back into Tommy's world and giving us those other cameos from the very first Halloween movie and stuff, which I was even more excited because we even got to see the girl that was actually into him at a a younger, at at another age. Remember Mm -hmm. whenever they're sitting down on the couch and they're watching horror movies, she's supposed to be Cleopatra and Tommy. I don't know what Tommy was supposed to be at that time, but still... (laughs) (laughs) But I remember the banter between the two of them as kids and then seeing her as an adult and her and Tommy are still friends and have that closeness of that survival and everything that that glues you in even more. But they missed so much of a marker to make them smarter because they could Mm -hmm. have actually made it to where they trap Michael versus the way that they actually they were going about it, which breaking up into groups, which is a big no, no, then they should have. (laughs) <laughs> and they have to like they didn't survive Michael Myers at all, wow. <laughs> you know. But then, of course, I also like the hu- uh, the husband and wife, the nurse and the doctor. I like the chemistry between them two, and things like that. But even those characters were really 
stupid as well because Michael yeah. Myers winds up bumping the the door to shut the door, and all of a sudden he the gun winds up backfiring and shooting herself in the head. It makes me wonder: did they write them stupid so that Michael could be smarter? I, I feel like whoever wrote this <laughs> wrote this in favor of Michael for us to cheer for <laughs> Michael because that's what you're not wrong. Because I was like, yeah. yeah and, and speaking of the bar scene, they well, they were happy. You know, they were they were a little bit rowdy behind the um, the nurse and the doctor. Um, so they were happy until Tommy got up, like you said, and he put a spotlight on. He's like, her. She's the one that was with Michael. And that one. She was there. And this one. And that one. And I was like, oh, God. You know what I was thinking to myself? It was like the studios were putting these big, this big spotlight on everybody. It's like, oh, you like this one from this one? Well, guess what? That character's in this movie. Oh, yeah. you like them from Halloween 5? Guess what? We got more. We got yeah. this one. And then all of a sudden it becomes the oxyclean. Wait, we got more. Yeah. We have this over yeah. here. Yeah. No, you don't need to force feed yeah. us the cameos. No, yeah, and tell their business too. Michael right. shot her husband and stabbed him 15 times. <laughs> That's Lori or whatever. I'm right. like, damn, why you gotta tell my business like that in front of all these people? That's small towns though. I live in a small town. Small I know, town people but do still that. the spot, literal spotlight, and you telling my business. <laughs> but you know. Another thing, though, too, is I, this is what I was telling Western uh, Wonder before you came on and everything, too. The reason why there's a shift of a change into this thing is because if you're going in there just to see Michael kill people in the atmospheric way of telling a story, this movie is going to be for you. But if you're going into it like Western Wonder and I were doing it, which is a total different tone than what we got in the 2018 version, you're going to be let down. And we were let down big time with this because yeah. we weren't promised on the intentions of what we got in the 2018 one. And instead, we got Michael Myers being OP and killing everybody in sight. <laughs> so that was also another thing. But let me just say this. I love the opening scene, though, with the fire engines and stuff like that. And that was the initial thing that I really liked in the trailer reaction that I did. Uh, because that was just so brutal to see those firemen. And all they, they were trying to do was save Michael. Michael didn't want to be saved. Michael <laughs> Michael just went ham on everybody. And <laughs> he was just he was just chaos. But I love that how br brutal that scene is because it makes me feel for the firefighters and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I felt bad for them. All they were trying to do was do their job. And here's one stupid part though. The firefighter still hosing Michael down. He's not even on fire. I think I would have been pissed off too if 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 I wasn't on fire and a firefighter was spraying me down with water. Yeah, I would be ticked off too because yeah. it's like, look, dude, I'm 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 dry. I, I don't need that. But it's unnecessary. You know, it is. Yeah. It was. And it was just stupid of the firefighter just to keep on spraying water on him, and then all of a sudden he winds up being the first one to die. Well, the second one to die. The other one was in the house, but still. But what was your all's initial thoughts on the opening scene? Um, I I like the well when he was in the fire. Um, I like the scene where the fireman was like, "Here, grab my hand." And I was like, "Oh no!" And it was Michael's hand. <laughs> I was like, "Oh great!" <laughs> Man's just trying to save you, Michael. Damn. See that those. <laughs> people i feel bad for the firemen and that's it too. everybody else deserved to die 
<laughs> but what about you for uh what about you western uh, my same thoughts here. I think visuals is definitely kind of key. I pay attention to the visuals and I think they, they deliver with that. And, you know, overall, it looked like it was going to deliver coming in with the opening. They get, they always get you with the first half. Like it's going to yes. be an excellent horror movie, a continuation of the 2018 version. Just like you mentioned, we we're going to, you know, continue be a little bit mystified. Maybe there's going to be a twist. Something happens. And, you know, <laughs> coming from the opening scene, I, <laughs> Exactly. It, it just the falls flat quickly. <laughs> it definitely does. And also too, I like the horror how horrified uh Lori actually looked in the back of the truck. Just let yeah, it burn. Larry. Let it burn. Mm-hmm. I love that opening scene. And I thought that, you know, that was gonna be the first thing that we saw in the opening because of the fact that it was supposed to feel like a Halloween two kind of vibe and everything that they threw into this thing. So I was thinking, okay, while that's happening. The fire trucks and stuff were going to be coming in, but no, they focused in on the bar first, and then they went into that, which was kind of odd, in a sense, to actually to have that rather than focus on Lori a little bit. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then of course Tommy doing, uh, causing uh, the, the chaos and everything. Uh, okay. Evil's going to die tonight. I thought to myself, no, Evil's, evil's gonna not going to die. Gonna die. Evil Tonight. Hashtag, evil kind of die tonight. Put it on your social media, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Oh, God, oh my mind. But yeah. And also, too, whenever you see these other kids that are doing the, this prank on Big John and Little John. Oh, that was stupid. And everything. Yeah, and then they're explaining the fact of the fa- that they're actually the owners of the Michael Myers house. And using yeah. the legend behind Michael Myers to scare these kids into respecting them, that's just gonna piss Michael Myers off even more because now you're not you're imitating a killer that is gonna kill you <laughs> later on yeah. in the film. And I don't I, here's the thing, I get imitation is the biggest flattery, but not when it comes down to Michael Myers. If you're trying to do that, that's just gonna piss him off even more. Yeah. To want to kill. And then another thing too is you're living in his house. That's my thing. Why would you buy yeah. that house? I mean, it mm-hmm. looks nice. The renovations are, are spectacular. Yeah. But I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> Especially when someone got murdered. But then again, they probably got a good deal on it. And then they probably go on ahead and sell the idea of, hey, we could probably get people in our house saying we own the Michael Myers house. That's true. And everything and base it off the hype of someone dying in their house and maybe who knows have tickets to go and see their new their house and everything that's my uh inclination of it but still you know you you just don't do stuff like that mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just asking to get killed mm-hmm. and then of course you know uh, then you then you also see the other group breaking away after the fact that the doctor and the nurse uh, the car winds up getting stolen from them and they think that Michael Myers is in the car. It's just the mental patient that escaped. And it seems like this mental patient's just following them along the way. <laughs> in yeah, in a sense. Purpose. They just he was just written in there for a diversion, you think? Well don't forget, remember what they said like towards the end, basically that was basically Michael Myers's canvas of making the town go crazy and nuts and cause havoc on Halloween to turn against each other. 
So therefore, having that mental uh, mental uh, patient in there was a way of actually doing that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So basically, Michael kind of used him, but also kind of didn't use him because Michael doesn't really know that he's alive. Yeah, but he used it, he used it in a way to actually paint his canvas of causing havoc. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but that's another thing though the narration of this film with laurie explaining the darkness of it i was like look laurie we have about an hour and 40 minutes into this oh, movie Michael Myers. We, we, we've heard this we before how dark time. he is Let, let's let's just go on hand and speed this up a little bit i have fried chicken matter of fact i saw this in my house i have fried but, chicken but michael he's coming to get us same thing kill him <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when they went after the mental patient, it's like it's him. I was like, but that guy's short. I don't. Did people not know Michael? Right. They like right it's him. Now it's him, and they like no, no. It's so much chaos. Oh my god. Oh no. Well, like, when you have someone that's high, strong, and just wants to. Oh, you mean like Tommy? On, yeah, like Tommy, okay. and just want to go on ahead and kill this guy and get it over with, with no with no evidence as to who Michael Myers is mm-hmm. or anything. But you can tell with the height that that's not Michael Myers, mm-hmm. right? You look like Danny DeVito in a mental institution. I was thinking about the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm> crazy. <laughs> but you know, I mean, come on, I yeah. get the fact. Tommy, I get the fact you want vengeance on Michael. I do too. I mean, I felt the same way you did, dude. I, I really did. I felt the same way as Tommy did. The justice system failed them and everything. And yes, I did agree with that. And then all of a sudden, you see how it starts tur- taking a darker turn mm-hmm. and everything, where now you have chaos in the hospital. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that. Uh, never mind, Tommy. I, I, I don't agree with you anymore. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go this way. You go that way. Neither of <laughs> us will cross. <laughs> uh, and what was up with the doctors? They were ruthless. Like they're punching people in the stomach. And- yeah, I'm like, is this Squid Game? <laughs> <laughs> Just punching people <laughs> down the stairs. I was come like, on. somebody, we have to fight if you punch you down the stairs over something that's not even Michael Myers. Like, come on, right. think. <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> but like you said, John, this just um, shows the the chaos how it spreads and fear like one person can erupt and say that's him everybody else just follows along and like Lori was saying that's not him you sheep (laughs) 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 you're all just stupid sheep that's not him (laughs) it was like a bunch of sheep just wow yeah it was and then even the granddaughter, well, yeah, the though the daughter was even saying, "Look, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna let anything happen to you." Talking to the mental uh, mental patient, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, I felt that part I liked because it yeah. shows the fact that she was willing to sacrifice her own self to protect somebody that she didn't know. And mm-hmm. even though the guy jumps out the window and kills himself. And everything, it it still makes me feel for that character because of the fact that I wanted him to live. And, and once everything calmed down, maybe they would actually see that he's not the killer. But that's not the case. Once things are wound up and dialed in, it's hard to get back over to that because your emotions are driving wild. 
you your adrenaline's pumping, you're not thinking clearly, and therefore it's hard to get back to where you were before all this other stuff happened. And then, of course, you also have the main sheriff as well who comes in there and goes, look, we are the law. We're going to go on and take care of this thing our way. And then, of course, Tommy winds up telling him, no, we've seen your way over and over again. You feel. No, it's just that they didn't have an army to take down Michael <laughs> in a mm-hmm. sense. But but still, that, that was just some brutality whenever you look at the hospital scene. And then, of course, you know, like I said, Tommy wasn't the smartest person sending two group, different groups of people out there to hunt down Michael Myers. And, of course, Lori's granddaughter's out there who sneaks off with uh, Cameron. And... <clears throat> You know, and then also, too, there was this cringy line in there. It's like, oh, let's see what's in the tackle box. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, I thought we were past this 80s stage of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but um, I've been talking. So I'm going to let you guys talk a little bit. That's so fine. Oh, that's fine. It's fine. I absolutely <laughs> agree with what you said. Hospital scene was just absolutely a wreck, like you said. Like you could have just used your common sense and maybe for a moment you could possibly see that it's no likeness to Michael Myers and you've been fooled. Uh for, for needless to say, you got God. I think it's probably the best plan. And um just like it was theorized earlier, I think the writers definitely did have a plan, like maybe have Michael Myers be more likable, I guess. You know, root for him. Mm. But it's not earned because everybody's so stupid. They are. But let's talk about some of the brutal scenes as far as the murders that he does. Like, we talked about him kicking uh, the door and making the gun backfire on the nurse. Then, of course, (laughs) we also see uh, Marion, who winds up getting her piece of her hair pulled. And everything is she's trying to kill Michael with yeah. the with the little sub gun that she has. Yeah, she gun. kind of waving it. They were like, "Mary, Mary, <laughs> stop!" <laughs> 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 like, oh, well, Mary, calm down. But and the then doctor. You, oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. The doctor. Uh, ha- yeah, the doctor, doctor had an eye out. Yeah, he. Well, <laughs> he had a good idea. He he was brave. He was like, "I'm just gonna choke him." And I was like, oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> but I didn't know that the knife was going to go up his eye. I was like, dang, yeah. have I seen Very bloody. Jeez. And I got mad at the nurse because she was, nobody knows how to shoot, right? Because the <laughs> nurse was right. <laughs> you can put a Michael Myers yeah. mask on in a nice suit. And you can say I'm John Wick and have a story. I'm John Wick. That's a cosplay. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, and I and I got mad at the nurse because she was like, ah, pow, pow. Oh, oh, oh my god, pow, pow. Oh. I was like, and then shoot. I liked how the nurse was trying to teach her husband how to fire a gun. And right? then she was dying by the by her own stupid hand. way. And he and then Michael kind of looked at her kind of in pity like oh that was stupid for you to die that way (laughs) yeah and then you also have that happening and then you also have the other chick from the very first one that i mentioned that was dressed up like uh clara bactra joins in and as their her friends are dying she's over there getting bricks and everything trying to yeah She's like, no, and she's not in a hurry either. She's like, just getting like one at a time, 
and that's it. I'm like, no, this would be me. Two, four. Okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. John, Even though I'm going to die, I'm going to go out swinging. With her, though, <laughs> yeah, like, right. I'm just going to take my time and I'll just let my friends die while I'm just taking one brick. Right, and time. I survived and I get to yeah. tell the story like, well, maybe, yeah. you know, <laughs> it happens. It's so tragic. Right. Michael is so evil. Right. But you don't <laughs> die, though. That's Can we go thing. back to those kids? Those yeah, kids the kids are just the out there. Yeah. And they were like, oh, it's just some guy just like keep playing peekaboo with us. He's so <laughs> annoying. I was like, what? It's like, yeah, he got some stupid white man. If it was the that. world of it, they would have died. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, run. But boy, and then, oh, that's it. There he go. Hey, freak. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah. He, he goes, peekaboo, peekaboo. And then he goes, wait, is that our friend's mask? Yeah, run. <laughs> he keeps playing peekaboo with us. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so it took you until your friend's mask is in his hands to tell you to run. There's nothing normal about a grown man playing peekaboo with <laughs> 12, 13 year olds. I'm sorry. I'm nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of uh, something that I want to really talk about in a minute, uh, let me t- take tacos. Uh, thing catch the fact three kids were wearing the mask from season of the witch that is very true i did catch that mm-hmm. taco uh the the mask from the the pumpkin mask and then there was also another mask that was actually there was from season of the witch which is a callback from from that so i did appreciate that <clears throat> that aspect even though season of the witch is not connected into the michael myers universe because at that time they wanted to make an anthology film but i did appreciate that but before I get into this other thing, we're going to take a little small break real quick because guess what? Our podcast is actually brought to you by Manscaped. Ah. And because our um, this podcast is actually um, sponsored by Manscaped, you get a 20, 20% promo code by using Movie Loves You Now. You get a 20% discount and everything. But you know who could actually use a Manscaped, though? Oh. Okay, I'm going to tell you who. I think Edward Scissorhands could have actually used a manscape because <laughs> think, of, think of it like this. He's over there. He's, he's man, you know, we're not manscaping, but he's, you know, man, landscaping um, some stu- some bushes and stuff like that. And it makes me question what was his downstairs area like? And then also, too, whenever he was cutting away on Cameron, which is the brother in the uh, Edward Scissorhands movie and everything, especially when he gets a little too excited, he's going really crazy with his fingers and everything so it makes me wonder what he would actually need this and peggy would actually go on ahead have to have him use a manscape because of the fact he would actually chop something up down there because of how crazy his fingers go absolutely absolutely so here's the thing support for manscape is brought here's the thing Support for our channel, Movie Loves Unite, is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Champions of the World Manscaped offers precious engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0 joined over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off for and free worldwide shipping from the code movie loves unite at manscaped.com and here's an here's the inter- interesting thing imagine shaving with a sleek well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom 
I'm only one of the people who to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance, the craftsmanship, and the details on the 4.0 are next level. And also, too, I just want to say, trimming your boys down there and everything can actually be hard to do, but with Manscaped Engineer, the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality in incredibly comfortable grooming experiences, the fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade, to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my boys. Wow. The upgrade trimmer includes a multifunction on and off switch that can engage a level uh, travel lock. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000 LED spotlight on for those hard to reach places that you never knew that you had before. I'm going to tell you this. Whenever I was shaving, I thought that I was shaving Chewbacca. That's just how bad it was. Oh, wow. But, yeah. It, it, that's how hairy I was because I'm like, oh, I feel bad for my poor fiance. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I just, I didn't realize I was that much hair. But guess what? With the Molar uh, 4.0, you'll feel comfortable and everything. You don't have to worry about having the Chewbacca look anymore. You can feel like a man again. And wow. upgraded from, like I said, the LED light spotlight on and off when needed. For a more precious shaving, the Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard, guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. Though I mentioned wireless charging, the new wireless charging system uses electronic introduction, which can help battery length last longer. Men, if you've been shaving with some nut trimmers on your face, you've been doing it wrong. No person wants to end up with tubes in their mouth. So, go ahead, get yourself a Manscaped 4.0. I promise you, you'll love it. Your fiancé yeah. will love it. And guess what? Your balls will actually thank you for having, yeah. for allowing you to be able to touch yourself with a Manscaped 4.0. So, once again, the 20% promo code Movie Lovers Unite is actually the right way to go when it comes down to your jewels. So, now we're going back to our... <laughs> Our review. Right. Um, Just a little bit of help downstairs. Never going back and do with Michael Myers. <laughs> Let's go. We'll tell you the the women will thank you. So thank you, yep. man. And your balls will thank you too. Yeah. Yeah. Women <laughs> love it too. Yep, they sure do. Mm -hmm. They even have a uh, a Kool Aid hey. smile by the end of the day. They will. <laughs> thank you. So Transgate. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, guys. So let's go ahead. Let's focus back on on Lori and them because here's the thing. I like, like I said before, with Western Wonders, I definitely like the fact that Lori didn't feel like a superhero. She actually felt like she had some weakness to her and things like that. But it would have been so much better if a face off between Michael Myers and her actually paid off. And I feel like this movie doesn't pay off at all. Whenever you look at the narrative of this film, yeah, and also too. Even whenever Michael Myers comes and visits Big John and Little John, and Big John has the small knife, he goes, I got a knife. And then you have the. <laughs> I'm like, mm. knife, John. Captain Morgan's going to die tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, of course, you also have Big John with the. Uh, then, of course, you have him with the bigger knife. But still, it just doesn't match up with what they're trying to do. They're trying to add some comical aspects into this film, and it's forced. Now, the only thing I could say that was actually comical that made me laugh was the mixed couple, the older couple. And he goes, who do you think is at the door? Who the hell cares who's at the door? I'm not. <laughs> Next thing you know, he gets his head bashed in. That was the yeah. only thing that made me laugh that I feel like that had that dark humor that I really loved. Other than that, I felt like the humor was a misfire. Well, I just realized one of the... Um 
big or little, the taller guy, one of the Johns is, um, I think Michael McDonald, McDonald, yeah, whatever his name was from Mad TV, that played Stewart. Do you remember that guy? I I believe I do. I do, but I don't know if I was sure if it was him or not. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look what I can do. We <laughs> just did stuff like that. Well, anyway, that's him. I had to look it up. I was like, he looks familiar. But, you know, even though we have a little bit of callbacks from other Halloween films and things like that, I just feel like, in a sense, that, you know, it was just forced cameos, forced things. It was like, yeah, it was nice to see, but what does it do for the delivery of the movie? How does this movie finish off and everything? That's something that I was wondering about. What's the payoff at the end of it? And then it just feels like a total letdown by the end, by the time that you're done with this film. It's like, yeah, I saw Halloween. That was that, you know? But I wish it didn't feel that way. What about you, for you guys, though? I mean, um, but then there's also the other things that I'm going to mention, too, where we actually dive into the fact that, you know, with Big John and Little John, they get killed by Michael Myers and things like that. And then, of course, we wind up seeing that being played out later on whenever uh, Lori's daughter comes comes over there and she's fighting with Michael Myers. And then also, too, her daughter's in this house, though, too. And Cameron finally meets his end and everything by getting dragged through the stair through the stairs and everything the crap and stuff like that through the rails mm-hmm. and i'm like dude he's dead let it go he's dead <laughs> but he shows no mercy <laughs> no yeah definitely doesn't show mercy Mm-mm. Mm-mm. but uh tamika i'm gonna let you take the floor for a minute and everything too tell us on um, some other stuff that you liked um, well, I had a question about the the beginning with the kid. Like, I I don't know, like that that set the whole tone for me to be honest. Like when that when the kid was like, Oh no, he's coming for me, and he's like just crouched down for some reason that felt kind of forced and I don't know, it it felt just watered down to me. And that just set the whole tone for the movie. Like, I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't know what to look forward to now because this whole scene just feels so cheesy to me and so watered down. So to me, I was let down in the beginning and it just kept going on and on. But with Lori, I, I thought she did have some type of superhero qualities. I mean, she was pretty much a badass even when she was in her weakness. Cause oh, I yeah. out the bed and she was like, "All right, let's do this." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> that part made me laugh though. It's like, "Mom, do you know what that's for?" Yes, it's to take the pain away. I don't care what it does. Let's do this. Until the doctor punched her in the stomach and she was bleeding. She's like, oh my God. Oh, I can't do it no more. But But, uh, that was badass. I will tell you that's badass. That was definitely a badass moment for Lori, to be honest with you. That part made me laugh my ass yeah, off. Yeah, not, at the, same not time. the granddaughter. She was trying to be like her grandma. Like, come on, come after me. Stop, mom, stop. Fell down the stairs and broke her leg. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, leave him alone. 
<laughs> and I think that Michael took pleasure in killing her boyfriend because he was like, oh, you mean this guy? I'm just going to bash his head from side to side, up and down, side to side, back and forth, smash, smash, smash. Right. And you and see, you I was like, watch. I wanted to see that in the last film. I didn't want to see it in this film. <laughs> Michael but, Myers hates couples. Know that. He, he hates everybody, pretty much. He has no rules. He has no chill. If you love somebody, Michael Myers hates you. Exactly. Yes. He has no rules. He has no sympathy for anything. He's If he sees you, he's going to kill you. Yes. And that's that's easy as that. And speaking of killing people, when you see Tommy and them circle around him like Negan <laughs> and everything with their cars, part of me was excited. But at the same time, I'm like, this is not going to end well for you guys, especially the little woman that has an iron in her hand. In her hand, I'm like, <laughs> I'm thought to myself, what are you going to do? Iron his jumpsuit while he's killing you? What are you going to do with that? It didn't work so well out for Nightmare on Elm Street Part Six for not, for Freddy Cougar. What what makes you think it's going to work for that? But it's just, uh, it just is anticlimactic as for that part. Yes. Well, you did get to see some of his uh, Michael's face when um, what's her name, Allison? Yeah, Allison. Yeah, which Allison is Lori's took daughter. His, his mask off, mm -hmm. and you got to see some of his face. I was like, dang, Michael aged. <laughs> like, yeah, like male bald. <laughs> he yeah, gray little patches of gray. I'm like, he's a senior that. citizen murdering kids, murdering people, which makes it worse because he's even more bitter. <laughs> be funny if it was like Clint Eastwood underneath the mask or something. Ooh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved it. I'm like, it's the best movie ever. Right. <laughs> Academy Award winning. <laughs> Go and check out Cry Macho on HBO Max. <laughs> my damn one. <laughs> Get off my lawn. But yeah. But yeah, um, but the way Allison goes about it, takes off his mask and follows and she goes, come on, come with me. I'm like, yeah, I know what you're doing, lady. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, yeah, you're luring him back over to where Tommy is and everything so that way they can try and put an end to him. But, you know, it doesn't work out. It, it all falls flat on that area. Like I said, I mean, and then, of course, you have the dialogue is that's actually happening with Lori, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Western. Was that the dialogue too that uh, Lori was talking about, and some of that as well? Whenever you see them kill, uh, when Michael winds up killing everybody when they're crowded around him, and everything too. And I'm like, and then he goes, "Tonight, Michael's gonna die tonight, and it's gonna, this is gonna be the end of it." And then as you, that's being played out in the monologue, I'm not, I'm not going for verbatim, but that's basically what the context is. You're seeing all these people just getting slaughtered. Mm -hmm. and stuff I'm like, no. mm -hmm. yeah I, I don't know why Michael I was gullible I was like oh I wonder where she's going <laughs> <laughs> that was me I was gullible I was like oh goodness what's going on here and I was like oh no where are these people come from I forgot about them. I was like oh man dang <laughs> I needed you to do a commentary on that like just have the YouTube video of Michael following them okay I'm just gonna follow you wait where are these people they should do movie reactions with me. Oh my god! Why these people are gang? Dang! And then they would beat them up, and I was like, "Oh man!" And I was like, "Well, why you didn't stab him in the head?" 
What is this? This down right. on the back of the neck. Okay. That, that right. I would think the <laughs> no brain comments. would be a much better way of actually killing him, but no. Has anybody decided... ever stabbed him in that? Well, didn't she say she stabbed him in the eye or something? I think so, or something like that. And then also, too, don't forget, we also have a sheriff who shot him six times in the past in the 1970s as well. Did she did you see her shoot him in the head? I think she shot him. No, no, she didn't shoot him in the head. I forgot. I feel like what it's happened. a conspiracy. Maybe he's a zombie. Maybe Michael well, Myers is a zombie. I have a theory on it, though. For every okay. kill he does, his entity grows stronger. So, therefore, mm -hmm. when he kills... He gets stronger and with time and everything to the point where he can't be killed. That's just a theorized thing of my theory, though. But it makes sense. And to me, it makes sense. I don't know if it makes sense to everybody else, but that's just me. Like a zombie, because <laughs> nobody did a kill shot. <laughs> We're just going to have to get Negan. <laughs> that's yeah. Right. Dang. Stab him in when the he taught somebody, they'll do the job. Right. Yeah. Maybe somebody cut his head off. Well, we kind of had that with Halloween H2O, but it wasn't actually him, where okay. he disguised himself as a uh, paramedic, and he put the mask on the paramedic's he uh, head and everything um, to make it appear that it's him when it wasn't. Mm. That's in Halloween H2O, though, which is not I canon, because totally they're not brother and sister. He erased that whole movie out of my existence. I've never seen it, I don't think. <laughs> that's you the one with LL Cool J, right? Yeah, that's the one with LL Cool J. Oh, yeah. Also, Halloween Resurrections. Also, another one I want to get rid of out of my. I wish somebody would men and black me out of that one too. Is that the one with Buster Rhymes? Yeah. yeah. That's the the only say. redeemable thing is about Buster Rhymes dressing up as Michael Myers and everything. That's probably the most redeemable thing in this. Comic right. I unlocked the back door for you to get rid of them, and you're not following instructions. Get out of here. <laughs> Go to the only black person to get Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> How to justify? Uh, I sent Michael Myers to the back to get some pizza. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, um, but when when you look at the cohesiveness of the other films and stuff like that, this one is a real stinker. And, and <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> Woo, really? <laughs> because we want. Don't get me wrong. I know that we're gonna have another movie with michael myers which is supposed to be the last of them so halloween ends yeah halloween that. ends they said so they said they said right. that before john and here but, we are we back here but considering again. the fact is <laughs> <laughs> well here's the thing considering the fact it's bloomhouse and bloomhouse is doing a different way of storytelling than what we had before with the other michael myers films i kind of attend to a believe it maybe it might be the end of the lori uh the lori story but it could be a continuation of Michael Myers himself killing other people aside from Lori. I think he's going to once, I think Lori's going to die by the end of the next film to let it be somebody else. It's just that to me, they should have kept the daughter alive in this one. Mm -hmm. So the way you have a bloodline with Lori, if you wanted to go ahead and kill Lori off, she can continue the bloodline of Lori. So that way you have that one person that got away that Michael wants to kill. Or the granddaughter but, is alive. Yeah, the granddaughter's alive. So they did leave her alive at least. Yeah. But as far as having like a grown up or someone to carry on the bloodline as well, just for just for the last film, mm -hmm. have two people within that universe that are grown ups and having that bloodline where they're connected and for them to kill her, I think it would have actually added some stuff to it. 
I have no idea why she went in the she saw a ghost, right? In the window. I think so. Or so. And She's another awful. thing, too, is I always thought Michael was going to push somebody out the window, especially when you're at the very beginning with the flashback scene, basically, where you see his footprints. I'm thinking, OK, he's going to push him out the window, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. He does something on the opposite end of the stick, which is something that is not so cliche or anything like that in horror films or anything. So. And of course, also uh, recreating a scene in Halloween, which is something that I also also liked as well, to be honest. But still, I have a, I'm going to be honest with you. When it comes to Bloomhouse, I have a hate and love relationship with them. Okay. Oh. Because when it comes to uh, scripts and the way things are written on paper, they don't always that well received on screen. Perfect example, Happy Death Day 2. To you. Happy Death Day 1, I didn't really care for that much. I know a lot of people love Happy Death Day, but for me, the crunchy dialogue, things like that, I didn't really care for. But I like the originality that Blumhouse tries to do, which I have to give them credit for trying. But when it comes down to from script to screen adaptations, it doesn't work so well. But with the 2018 one, it worked flawlessly. With this one, no. Hmm. Yeah. I gotta go back and see 2018 then. Yeah, 2018 will definitely give you those building blocks of a slow tension drive that you're seeking for. Character-driven, characterization of characters, characters that you care about. Also, too, there is cameos, but the cameos are not forced at all. It's like, okay, this person was in this one, let's move on to uh, to the next scene and that's it. But yeah, uh, let's see here. Person said, would you uh, guys fought back as a firefighter in Halloween Kills? To be honest with you, I would just lay dead. Play, I would just play dead and be like... I'm like play dead or run off something. I'm like, just kill me. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, here I am, Michael. I'm not running. Just do what you have to do. I'm, I know I'm dead. <laughs> There's no sense right. of fighting you. Yeah. If well, I saw I... all my other buddies, uh, like five or six buddies getting mm-hmm. killed, that's it. I'm laying down my pickaxe. I'm taking off my mask, and that's the end of it. All right. Because if you know Michael Myers, you know he's probably killed a whole bunch of people, and he's getting more powerful. So just play dead. It's the best side. Yeah. <laughs> While he's like stabbing that other guy in the face, I'll just drop down quietly and just put some, some of the other guy's blood on me, zombie style, you know. Yes, or just, just get other dead bodies. I would just get other dead bodies Ooh, and put them on top idea. of me, like a zombie, <laughs> like you know, mash your scent. <laughs> but so you know, won't be, know you. But yeah. my like though, Michael would probably know that there's somebody alive. Is that drunk? No, you ain't dead. <laughs> <laughs> Pickaxe. <laughs> but yeah, but that's just my way of surviving. Is probably I would go ahead and hide underneath another group of bodies and pile them on top of me. And then if there's like, I don't care if it's like one o'clock in the morning after he goes off. If somebody else in the, during the day, the day after Halloween, I'm safe. So I'm going to just go away. <laughs> you can't even stay in your house, apparently, on Halloween. Nope. Maybe people should have just stayed. That's what my thing was. The Going back to the bar scene where the nurse and the doctor was like, okay, we're going to get out of here. I'm like, for what? Isn't it safer just to be in the bar? In a that's sense. What, that's what I thought. Because... Michael didn't even set foot in the bar. It was just a mental... Or the hospital. Right. Yeah. 
the well, the hospital is not a good place to be at. Halloween yeah. two should have showed you why it's not a good idea to be at the hospital. Because he killed everybody in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So hospitals, no, no. But that's why I was also thinking that Michael would actually come for Lori because she's in the hospital and a weaker state. So therefore he would want to kill her because he's she's in a weaker state. And it gives her also a drive to try and survive against him again, even though she's in a weaker state and stuff like that. So there's that element of survival for her. And that's something that I wanted to see. Yet again, I felt let down. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, in the end, Michael, you know, after he killed Allison, sadly, <laughs> he looked in the the window at the reflection, like, "Who am I really? Am I Michael Myers?" And then or am I went, somebody else? Yeah, and then it faded to black. Like he had a you know, <laughs> to like, be continued. Yeah, but, like it was Bob Ross or something. With yeah, the- <laughs> who am I really? Hello, children. Let's give you a little painting today, Michael Myers. <laughs> right? Why am I killing these people? Who am a lot I? of red for blood? <laughs> yes. And I'm just gonna add a little dot for red right here. Yeah, that looks fantastic right there. Yes. And we're just gonna dab a little bit right. He there. had a. Right, a and I'm gonna moment. put the question. Am I Michael Myers? We'll be right back on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, kiddo. He had a moment of self-reflection, you know, in that window. Like, hmm, okay, I killed well, her. Again, he also so. had a self-reflection in the 70s, though, with that, with his watching his sister. So Exactly. He was like, hmm, why did I kill her? Is there something wrong with me? Maybe he's doing a psychological study. Right, he's like, I put all these people in this mass chaos. Oh, look at human behavior. And then, you know, with his sister, he was like, Hmm, well, I'm going, I have Rob Zombie version in my head, so I'm gonna speak from the Rob Zombie version. Why is she a slut? Hmm, okay, (laughs) I don't know. Oh boy, giving it up. Oh dear, (laughs) that's the Rob Zombie version, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. This. This movie kind of it it is something that yeah it's disappointing, but it also made me see Michael Myers as an anti-hero, which I don't think that's what the writers <laughs> wanted. But I was like, now there's gonna be Michael Myers comic books. Man, just want to go home and just you know, Michael Myers versus Batman. You know what? Instead of Spider-Man No Way Home, it's Michael Myers No Way Home. Yes. No way home. And he just kills all the other villains and he just gets rid of Spider-Man. Both, right. All three of them. Yes. He just the end. to his childhood home and just like get in touch with those memories. And these people move into his house and gentrify it up in the neighborhood. And then and then you got all these people in his way, and he's like, "You're on the path of me trying to get home to find myself, Michael Myers." And I think in that that window, he's starting to find himself. The reflection that stared back at him was him. He's like, "Oh, this is this is who I am, Michael Myers." See, it has a happy ending after all. <laughs> That's what I got from it. I don't know what everybody else got. I was like, wow, it's like a happy ending. Okay. Oh my god, I'm dumb with you. Oh, okay. I'll be quiet. Okay. No, no, no. You're you're fine. You know I have to mess with you. But uh 
as far as everything else goes, I wish I could talk more positively about this film, but there's just so much negative with it that I can't find a balance of aspects. I like, even though I like small aspects of the film, the aspects don't make up for the giant garbage. Well, not garbage. That's just rude. Me. <laughs> no, but the giant mess garbage. of a film this movie is. Yeah. Do you know? do either of you feel like it was rushed? I wouldn't say it was rushed because they had all the time in the world to make this film. And right. They we got be- a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis monologuing and a lot of death. So it made kind of like quicker. And mm-hmm. I look at the movie like, oh, is that it? Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it goes by quick, but that'd be not rushed. Mm-hmm. No. <clears throat> but the well, monologue- there's no excuse yeah. then for that um, script. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Like I said, there's a difference between what's out on script and the way that the dialogue is actually being projected out from the actors' mouths. Mm-hmm. And the way it's being perceived on screen compared to where it is on the on the script, it could be great on the on on the paper, but what does it look like coming out of it? And it's just a giant blob of a mess, to be honest. And I was excited for this one. This was actually my anticipated movie this year this year going in, and yet another disappointment for me. Mm-hmm. I've been disappointed so far with some of the films that I've reviewed, oh, uh, wow. some of the films I've been looking forward to. So I'm hoping that they learned from this one and they gave us the same tones that they gave us from the 2018 one and stuff like that. But like I said, if you like that atmospheric kind of environment, if you like that kind of thing where Michael Myers is just going ham on everybody and killing everybody, this movie's for you because this is what you're going to theaters for. And it's not the title's not misleading at all because he does kill. Right. <laughs> Instead of Halloween, it's Michael kill. Michael, really. <laughs> right. yeah. Very bloody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Versus the very first one, which was not bloody at all, which was going for an Alfred Hitchcock kind of feel to it. With, mm-hmm. And of course, it got bloodier throughout the whole the years and stuff. But still, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going in there thinking that you're going to get the same vibes that you got from 2018, you're going to be disappointed like Western Wonder and I are. And of course, I know that you were disappointed, though, Tamika, because even though you didn't see the 2018 one, you were still let down because there was no pacing. There was no characterization of it. And stuff like that too. And Chris Stuckman was the one who I was thinking of, who was the YouTuber I watched doing my research as to why I didn't like it. Yeah. You know, uh, where we went into the whole entire deal with the atmosphere, uh, vacation. You know, what I'm talking about with the atmosphere, the way it actually looks on screen. So if you're looking for a good reviewer to check out, I recommend Chris Duckman because he does a great job at doing movies. And that's where I got my information at. And I will always question things. Why didn't I enjoy this as much as I wanted to? I don't Mm -hmm. try and bash a movie because it's somebody else's artwork and stuff like that. And I'll never tell you not to go out and support a movie, even though I may feel differently about it because all movies are subjective. And just because I didn't like it doesn't mean that you're not going to like it. So um, Nick Nico D says, I wanted to love it, but yeah. Borderline Uh, B movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Definitely a B movie. Yeah. 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 And I understand I, they were trying to yeah. go back into the John Carpenter years of Halloween as well. Yeah. Of course. So. I feel like it would be a good movie um, for like a bad movie night. <laughs> you and your friends can get together on Halloween. Yeah, let's watch Halloween yeah. Kills. <laughs> Look at this. This is funny. It's hilarious. You know, like you said, John, it wasn't that great, but I found some positive aspects. Like I said, Michael Myers is uh, doing self-reflection. And then he's doing... Look at the mar- man in the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> like, is this really me? The man in the mirror. 
Now it gets a whole new meaning now because I just got cliffhangers. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, what's going to happen next as he's doing self right. right. Wow. wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, but like I said, um, Lori and shockingly, Michael Myers are the only two characters I like in this movie. Same. Oh, gosh. Oh, but, but yeah. Michael Myers will come back and strike. Get him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he will strike. And what do you do? Either of you know what is the fascination with Lori? I think I do. Okay, and it's not the brother and sister thing because that's no longer canon anymore. In the 2018, they're no longer brother and sister. It's just a rumor that was remained around town. So my thought is this: He went. He's just a psychopath that went on a killing spree that escaped from a mental institution, and so. Lori was the, actually the last survivor in a sense that, and also gave him hell and a run for his money because of the fact that she survived against him. And because she survived against him and he's a survivor, she's like the one, he's basically, she's the one that got away. Mm, she, he's okay. that, she's the, the one, if you will. Yeah. So that's why he's so, that's why he wants her so badly is because she was the last one to survive against him. Okay, and while sense. protecting the Tommy, challenge. yep, yeah, it was the challenge oh. mm-hmm. and the hard thrill of the get. hunt. Yeah, mm-hmm. he likes them so. hard to get, <laughs> not easy, pretty much. No, exactly, like those easy girls. No, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, that's gonna do it for our show and everything. I do appreciate everyone the live comments and everything else, commenting and everything. I do Very appreciate lively. that. It was very lively tonight. Right. I do appreciate it. Thank you, Taco, for joining in. As a matter of fact, I'll be on his show uh, coming up on Thursday, and he has a 24-hour show that he's doing. So oh, I'm not, but oh. I'm not doing a 24-hour show. I'm only going to be in it for an hour. <laughs> so, Goodness. Okay. So he has a 24-hour show. You can catch that on Schmoza of the Nord Network and everything. But thank you, everyone else who joined. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you. Uh, Chaka Chaka Khan, 1976. I do appreciate that. Nico D. I oh, do Grammy winner Chaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Western Wonder, for joining me, even though you're my rival off of Good Pods. Of course. Right, exactly. And Tamika, thank you so much for joining yeah. me as well. It's been a while since we've actually been able to do a review together and things like that. Yeah. You know, you've been busy with Two Blurred Girls podcast. You yes. just dropped a little trailer reaction, by the way, last night. Let's go yeah. on ahead and talk about that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was Black Adam. I was trying my best not to look at any social media or anything. It was very tough, I will admit. But I did the trailer reaction for Black Adam and... um yeah, you can go on Two Blurred Girls podcast, our YouTube, to see that trailer reaction. And in general, you can go on our YouTube. We're on Facebook, uh, Two Blurred Girls. We're on Instagram at Blurred Two Girls and all basically all social media and also audio. We're on Good Pods, too, Western Wonder. So, all right. <laughs> if you want to be on our show too, you can as well. Um, right, and have to make it in the future. <laughs> yeah, we're we're um yeah Apple, Google, all of it. Just come check us out. Okay, all right. 
And what's uh, wondering, where can everybody reach you at and follow you and all that other good stuff? Well, frankly, I think I'm worldwide, but you know, I'm in a limited amount of spaces, you know. <laughs> but uh, two podcasts at the moment. The Western Reviews podcast is my main one. Movie and TV reviews is going to be a lot to come this week. Uh, going to be working on the, actually another review after I finish this recording as, as we speak. Um, but that'll be hopefully coming out tomorrow. So if you want to tune in and check it out, hey, <laughs> find me in whatever podcast platform that you listen to. Uh, you meet half of those are also you can listen to your music there, but um, everywhere there. But on social media, you can find me uh, either on Instagram at uh, reviews <laughs> underscore Western Reviews Official. See, I'm about to get my handles mixed up. Western Reviews Official on Instagram and on Twitter, reviews underscore Western. You can find me there and uh, maybe send me some suggestions. Maybe I'll respond. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. All right. And you guys can go in and follow me underneath Movie Lovers, TV Lovers Night on Facebook and on Instagram underneath the same brand name, of course. And even on Twitter as well at Movie Lovers Unit, on TikTok at Movie Lovers Unit 001. But another thing, too, is I just want to thank Beth last night for the interview that her and I did on Punch Drunk, which is like an indie short film that we got a chance to interview the cast and crew from the Holly Schwartz Film Festival. I had some tech issues that happened last night and she just did a great job of just filling in that spot while I was working on the tech is issues and stuff like that. I may not have gotten a chance to interview them like I wanted to, but she did a great job. So thank you, Beth, from the Made for TV podcast. I do appreciate that uh, so much. Uh, but yeah, another thing too is we're actually doing a little bit of a charity event with two blur girls with St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And you get get this if you buy a Cincy, you get to support the children of St. Jude's Children's Hospital for cancer. So, getting five to ten dollars for a Cincy or whatever uh, Cincy's actually cost, you get to have an extra dollar or two being f going over to Children's of St. Jude's Hospital. So, go ahead, donate over there. But if you want to, you guys don't have to, but if you want to show me some love and everything too, just to keep the lights on here at Movie Lovers Unite, all you have to do is gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast and that's how you can donate five to ten dollars to me but here's the thing a simple like a simple share smashing that little subscribe button on the bottom hand, right hand corner does a long way over here at movie lovers night also too if you go on ahead and hit that little bell that gives you notifications to allow you to know that hey look we have some new material coming out we're not just sitting on our butts doing nothing a matter of fact We've reacted to a couple of trailers. As a matter of fact, we did the Black Adam trailer. That got released today. Then we also went on ahead and I've released another trailer today as well, which is the Flash trailer. So we have two trailers. So you get two. Actually, you get three for the price of zero, which is free. So <laughs> you guys get to watch our content for free because you actually watch this one and then you have two other videos to watch. So therefore, you get three, three stuff, things to watch for free. So, three for free. So, there you go. So, then, of course, if you guys want to, go in and get an audio-only podcast of our episodes and many episodes that we do here at Movie Lovers Tonight. You guys can get that on whatever major platforms you have. You have, And, of course, Good Pods. Good Pods is a great place. And I'm just going to tell you this. The easy play button on Good Pods is just smooth and easy to use. Also, too, you can rate individual episodes. It allows you to have a chance to interact with us. It's like social media for podcasters and also yep. allows us to know what you like what you don't like even if it's one star review and you say our show sucks well i can't help that but still <clears throat> if you like what you see go to good pod subscribe over there rate us it also helps us out with our rankings but we're on apple Podcasts, so go ahead rank me over there on apple Podcasts as well that also helps other people finding our show so 
that's going to be it for tonight. But if you want to go ahead and reach out to me at movieloversunite at gmail.com, you guys can do so by emailing me. If you're a sponsor and would like to be on the show, that's how you can do that over there. Then, of course, uh, I'm taking two days off. So I'm taking Wednesday and Thursday night off. (laughs) Tamika's, I've been in trouble with Tamika lately because she's been telling me I need to take some time off. I'm just like that guy in the meme where he's like, uh, Basically, he's looking at his phone, smoking a cigarette, and then there's something going on in his phone on social media. He's like, I need, I need to go yeah. do a YouTube show. No. So I don't, <laughs> hey, That's what you need to do. So, yeah, I'm taking two days off, then I'll be back on Friday night with Beth doing The Fog Review, which is a John awesome. Carpenter movie. So that's all part of our Scream on Screen uh, reviews, which is part of the Halloween season. Spooky season's here. So go on ahead, check that out at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time. So that's going to do it for our show. I just want to thank you, Western Wonder. Thank you, Tamika. Thank you, everyone in the chat once again. I do appreciate everybody. And always until next time, guys, it's been fun. It's been real. Mm-hmm.